Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, my buds, my pals, my friends, new friends, old friends. Oh, friends I haven't even met yet. I want to meet you. I love having friends. Friends are the best, and I wish I could see more of them. Uh, but Zoom friends will have to do for now. <laughs> Uh, it is yet another Wednesday. It's another episode of One More Round with me, Trisha Black. I know I've been a little bit slow on the episodes the last few weeks. It has been very busy, which I didn't think it would be. I thought my job would be done and I would have nothing to do, but I've been quite busy. Um, so I want to apologize for everyone who listens to the pod uh, that I haven't been around as much. Uh, I, I am here, I am back, and I'm back in business, and I'm hoping that the podcast can continue to come out every single Wednesday uh, because it's fun, and it's fun for me to get to sit down with someone new or just chat with a friend for an hour, and uh, this week is no different. I have the wonderful, the talented uh, writer, comedian, actor, Alessandra Vite. Oh my goodness, we chat lots of things, you know, we talk party fails per usual like we do on this pod talk a lot about politics and news uh which is huge right now because when i'm recording uh this intro it is election night in the u.s um and i know that we're in canada so that doesn't necessarily we don't think it affects us because we don't get to vote but it does affect us uh you know, because the U.S. are our neighbors, so it is is a bit stressful. Uh, I don't know if anyone else there has been finding this, too, that because the world seems so stressful, uh, have you been more anxious lately? I've been really anxious. My anxiety is just, like, through the roof, even though I've been busy, so I'll, like, have distractions and, like, be working on something for, for like, three days, like, and then... I'll have nothing for a couple days and I'll be like, whoa, but I got to do something. I have to do something. I have to do something normal. I went out and like bought a bunch of things for my house because I thought it might make me feel normal. I rearranged the living room because I thought it might make me feel normal. Uh, I tried working, writing, being creative, but I'm in a bit of a creative um, little stump right now, even though I'm doing a lot. I know it seems like I'm putting out a lot of content and I am and I love it and I'm very excited. But then as soon as it's gone, I like feel like I lose all my creativity lately. And that could also be because, you know, we've hit uh, daylight savings time. So the sun is gone at 530, <laughs> which is insane. Why? Why do we need daylight savings? The farmers, I don't think, need the sun that early anymore. We've learned this. Like, let's just scrap it. You know, let's just get rid of it. I'd rather a general sun throughout the whole day than it be really dark and early in the morning. I would just like an average day, like an average sun. Like the sun comes up at 7 and it goes down at 7. That seems nice and normal, right? That that sounds great to me. I think I would like that. And I'm, I'm going to put it into the people who run the politics. I'm going to say, excuse me. Let's make, let's, how do we talk to the sun? Uh, <laughs> so I've been feeling a bit anxious, but I'm still doing lots, you know, it, it's good. And I've got lots of like fun things on the horizon that are coming up that I'm very excited about, excited about, <laughs> I'm very excited about. Um, 
my theater company, Tweed and Company Theater. We just put out a uh, an eerie audio show called "The Haunting of Peril Hall." Sorry, Peril. The Haunting of Parish Hall uh, that I. Pr- basically produced with my theater company um it was very fun very spooky very silly uh but it was kind of fun to like put together an entire radio show so basically i sat down with uh four different actors and we improvised uh and i would just ask them questions it was very much like a investigative reporting on this haunting of this hall that my theater company experienced and this woman in white who nobody wants to talk about anyway you should go watch it it's on youtube i'll put the link in the description it's very fun i'm very proud of it i wrote a song for it that you'll hear at the end of this episode as well but go go watch that one too because it it, it was fun and i was very um very happy with it and uh, the amount of work that I put into it. Uh, so that's been fun. You know, I've been watching again, lots of TV below deck med is over, but below deck has started. Uh, I haven't watched the new episode yet, but I'm very excited. Um, I've been rewatching Buffy a lot. As I said, I'm almost done season three. So I'm just zooming through, I'm flying through. Um, you know, I've started uh, started working on a cool project for uh, uh, this grant that I received uh, that has to be perf- not performed, but has to be completed by the end of December. So I have that coming up, which I'm very excited about. Uh, and more information on that will come out very shortly. But put November 25th in your calendar, and then the three following Wednesdays after that. <laughs> It's going to be very, very, very fun. Uh, got a really cool team working with me on something. And I'm not going to say what it is uh, because I'll let you know once we start announcing it. But it is going to be exciting and I'm very excited. Uh, and speaking of excitement, uh, I think we should just get right to the right to my guest this week. I'm so excited to have Vite here. I love Vite. Uh, and we, we chatted, this was several weeks ago. So if some things are out of date, you'll know why. <laughs> Uh, but here's, let's go to that interview now. She is an actor, writer, comedian from Toronto, Ontario. You could have seen her in shows like The Boys or What We Do in the Shadows. She's written for CBC Comedy, The Beaverton, because news she now is writing for this hour has 22 minutes she was the head writer of sunday night live uh the sketch comedy show at comedy bar here in toronto she is an incredibly warm and loving human being her laugh is infectious and she is one half of the podcast i'm watching a movie please welcome my dear friend alessandra vite (laughs) hello my friend how are you friend doing i'm good you know you know it's covid again we're back in lockdown yeah like it's um you know what it's not as painful this time as i thought it mm-hmm. like there's definitely like a layer of depression but like mm-hmm. it's, okay. it's okay because i yes. the first lockdown the fear of getting sick was so overwhelming mm-hmm. and now i think i just my brain has that like cognitive dissonance built in so i'm not scared of that anymore like i'm definitely yeah. scared but it's not in the same it's not on the forefront of my brain right yeah i get you i went today i ha- i got an alert on my app which is i will say the third time that it's happened and okay 
If I'm being honest, I never go almost anywhere by myself except on the TTC. Mm-hmm. And so no one in my house got one. My girlfriend, Jill, didn't get one. No one in the Second City cast got one. So I was like, it must be whenever I decide to take the TTC, mm-hmm. someone a few weeks later gets COVID. And it's yeah. like, ugh. <laughs> That's so- very stressful. I have that app too. <laughs> and that's never happened to me. And I'm not going to like it when it does. No. I, I have not taken the TTC since March though. I, I bike. That's smart. I I just bought a bike because I yeah. like a few, like about a month ago, because I was like, I don't want to take the TTC unless I have to, if I'm in a rush or something. And yeah. every time, so I've only taken it maybe since March, I want to say five times. And three out of those five and times. three out of those five times I've gotten a, an alert. And I mean, yeah, I, I don't understand. You can't proper socially distance. No, uh, you can't. Okay. I if, mean, if and, we're on a high, right? Like if it's yeah. like, if things are going up, we just shouldn't be using the TTC we or be. they should be closing it down every night and scrubbing it. Yeah, absolutely. Or like yeah. having more buses or shuttles or something like, I mean, that's also, just something like, that needs to happen period. Like, holy fuck. Like in the winter, it's a yeah. fucking nightmare. Oh, and I yeah. waste, like, this is, I already waste so much money on like Uber and Lyft. Uber. So like, yeah. I'm the worst. I oh, would no, rather I am walk too. than take the TTC. Same. I'm really like not safe for the environment. I like to think that I'm like, a, <laughs> <laughs> I love my Ziploc bags. <laughs> I love taking they personal rides. Handy. I mean, but I, I've taken a lot of Ubers too, just because I'm like, well, there's a less there's less of a chance of being in an Uber with one person than being on a bus with like 30 people. You know, that extra, let's say like 200 bucks that it'll probably come to versus the DTC is worth Mm -hmm. peace of mind in my opinion, but I'm lucky that I can spend it. And same. I know. And, and also like, I feel like we're not spending nearly as much anyway on the TTC or on anything. I I realized like, I like didn't spend money for like six days in a row because yeah. like, I had food. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, like- so there's not much, even though I just read an article that said that Canadians are spending more online during COVID, like more than they have in previous years. It's the well, most like, online I have, spending. I've, I've <laughs> never bought clothing online before March. And now I, and now that I've like, now that my world is open to online, my size is always there. I don't have to like look and wonder. It's amazing. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes. That's the truth. (laughs) Thanks Canada. (laughs) Thanks Canada for telling us what's up. What are you drinking? What tea is that? Um, Just a hot decaffeinated black tea. Ooh, uh, I can't do caffeine. That's fair. That's fair. I shouldn't either, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's every once in a while I get like, I, like I'll have a coffee. Like it's usually only if I have just coffee and yeah. my heart goes, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> that's but, actually uh, awful. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens to me. Uh, I'm a little anxious, baby. Scared of COVID. Yeah. Scared of TTC. Oh boy. <laughs> oh gosh, we're all so scared. I, but I think you're right, though. I think this like lock, the second lockdown, because I think I was also so prepared for it. Like in my brain, I was like, I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen in October or November. It's just a matter of time. I think mentally, I'm a little bit more like, okay, I'm prepared for this. I also feel fine seeing my friends outside where I, where I didn't back in like March, April, May. Like, I don't think I started seeing people until like end of June. 
mm-hmm. like in a park. And now I know that like we distance and it's safe. So like yeah. I don't feel as isolated as I once did. Like, do you remember those evenings like in like April? Like yeah. fucking party, what do you call it? What was it called? That came and left. Party. It was like something house party. The app was oh, called house, house party. party. House party and like Zoom trivia, mm-hmm. like all that stuff you would do with your friends, yep. and it just made you feel exceptionally lonely. Yeah, even though you were with people, I know, and it's crazy too because like at the beginning, too, all of these friends who you don't see very often, all of a sudden you started connecting more. Yeah, and then slowly that stopped. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like you were doing like every week or every two weeks this like oh. Zoom hangout because we all knew we were home together, and like yeah. now I feel like we don't do that. It's a weird time now because like some people are working, some people mm-hmm. aren't. Whereas before there was like a moment where like we knew that no one was no one was anything. working. Yeah. Yeah. And and you think that that would unite us, but it's very, very much divided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. I know, no, it's, it's true. I don't fucking know either. It is like, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Although this lockdown, I'm like really wanting to buy a onesie. Do you own a onesie? Like a, like a, Girl, like a, so- like a bedtime one. <laughs> one of my favorite onesies, um, I got from the Drake general store. You're talking like pajama onesie, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. No. Cause if we're, yeah, if we're yeah. like, sorry, I have more than three onesies <laughs> in general. I have, <laughs> I might have two overalls count as onesies too. No, they're overalls. I don't think so. They're overalls. Okay. So I got <laughs> like, Seven onesies overall, but three of them are pajamas. <laughs> and then I got overalls. I got three pairs. Of oh my gosh! I like the look of looking like a giant baby. Yes, you look good like in overalls. I've seen baby. you wear them all the time. I like wearing. Them. You look good. I don't know if I'll say sexy baby, but you look great <laughs> it's in them. Weird. It's weird. Eh? I remember the first time I ever put on a onesie. I was like, in, it, it was for my birthday. I was going to like. Eaton Center, you know that feeling of like it's your birthday and you're having like a party and you're like, fuck, I just need something new to wear. And it's a very yeah. stressful shop and it feels awful. Yes. And I went into Aritzia and I was like, I don't know, it's my birthday tonight. Can you help me? And this very thin, tall woman shows me a onesie and I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's going to look good on me. And she goes, no, I thought that too. And I went, <laughs> yeah, but like we look different. Like obviously it would look, I was so rude to her. I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I was like, obviously, it's going to look good on you. You literally look like a model, but okay, I'll try it on. And I tried it on. <laughs> and it looked so nice on me. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so good. Um, what an asshole. And then I bought it. And then yeah. that was the beginning. So that was like six years ago, and it hasn't stopped since. I feel like that's the thing with clothes, though, or like oftentimes you don't want to trust the people who are trying to tell you what will look good on you because. Well, they want to make a sale. So I don't think they're going to tell you something looks bad on you. Do you know what I mean? But, okay, like- so like I've talked about this on my <laughs> podcast a lot. I used to work at Roots when I was like 24, 25. Nice. And it was the time of my life. And I was an exceptional salesperson. Mm-hmm. And I think my life could have like broken off and I could have <laughs> had a different, different career, career different in, fa- in career. Roots if, fashion. If you could work up, okay, like if you could make real money just selling casual clothes, because mm-hmm. then I tried to translate my sales ability to watches and jewelry where right. you get like serious commission did not take <laughs> because when people buy stuff that's so expensive, they want to know like the inner workings, almost like the science of it. Right. And I have no interest in that. But if like, I could tell you if like something looks cute on you mm-hmm. and make it believable. Yeah, of course. But anyways, so 
Like, so I understand that feeling, but I was also very honest all the time. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I was good. Whereas, listen, no, no disrespect, but the morons, sorry, because I go to Ritzia a lot. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> these, these child women, <laughs> once I was there with my mom, my mom's like 65. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, I come out. I was like, hey, um, I just need another size. She goes, oh, here's a, another size for your friend. And I go, you think I just came in the store with my 65-year-old friend? You think I'm just saying? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, put two and two together. Like, obviously, we're mother. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to offend and, me if you make that assumption. And, like, either she's trying to make your mom feel good or make you feel awful. <laughs> it made me feel awkward. I was like, yeah. You think I just hang out with someone who's 40 years old? And no dis- uh, sorry, sorry, I feel like I'm offending a lot of people. No, gosh, no. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's there are those like, I don't know, that identity of different stores that, you know, the type of people they hire. Yeah. Uh, at an Aritzia versus a Roots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- oh, my God. Like the worst is um, Urban Outfitters. They oh, hired yeah. the most disinterested teenagers. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, it's a bad, bad uh, culture. Don't care. Too. <laughs> I like, I don't know. We'll never go into a store again. So I don't know why it matters. No, and that's why we online true. shot. That's why we online shot. Bring, yeah. bring it right back. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. Oh, Time's a flat goodness. circle. Have you been like <laughs> doing a lot of creative stuff during COVID? I feel like you do a lot. You write a um, lot, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll write. Uh, there's that, that um, website, Parton and Pearl. Yeah, they're great. So adorable. It's, it's, and they, like I have, I have all good things to say, like very uh, creatively free. I write literally yes. whatever I want to write yep. and it compensates very well. Mm-hmm. And I've written for other things in the past that were not creatively free and didn't pay well. So I mm-hmm. figure I'll never do any other thing. Yeah. Um. In about two weeks or like, yeah, two weeks, I'm going to start writing for 22 minutes. Oh, yay. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, From it's here? exciting. Or you, you're not going From to Toronto. Halifax. There's a Toronto, Toronto. room. Cool. I'm going to write in. Not from Halifax. I'm a little bit bummed. I wanted to go to Halifax. I wanted to know. Have you like, never been to Halifax? I've been to Halifax for a day when I was in the touring company mm-hmm. with Second City. We went and we performed in the casino. So I've been to the Halifax Fun. casino. And then we played. We we all hated gambling. And we, yeah. we found like Buck Hunter or whatever. And we just played that. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched Devin and Roger play and like all of us were like on the side be like yeah that's so fun <laughs> yeah it was such a good time that's then so I tried donair sauce for the first time <gasps> the best it was very good so very but good. so I wanted to go to Halifax because I just wanted the full experience mm-hmm. per diem apparently I'm money hungry is what is coming across well I feel like we all are so <laughs> it's you're fine uh I just wanted to know I wanted to know I, I've known I I known many people who've written for it mm. and they've always explained Halifax as some sort of like beautiful nightmare and I just really wanted to know yeah well I can imagine too because isn't it like when people go for 22 in Toronto they stay at like they're, they're basically staying in a hotel right it's a it's, and it's a in the winter apartment Oh, it's in the furnished apartment and it's in the winter. So, and I love the East coast because I'm from there, Mm -hmm. but being on the East coast, you want to be there spring through fall. You don't want to be there in the winter when it's cold and icy and there are storms all the time. (laughs) Um, I mean, it would be pretty freaking cool to be there though, because they're zero, right? There's zero COVID cases. I, uh, I think they're doing quite well. I don't know if it's zero, but it's like, I thought they were 
Well, they did. New Brunswick had zero. And I know Nova Scotia did for a bit, but now New Brunswick has like quite a few cases. There was a big outbreak. Well, then whatever, man. (laughs) I mean, it's way less than here for sure. Yeah. And you you get to go see people playing fiddles and and stuff. Yeah, it would be cool to like go inside. Yeah. Of a bar. But that was about (laughs) it. I mean, I'm not looking forward to like like it's a news show, right? Like it's a yeah. satire show, but I'm just like not looking forward to like having to, I start on the day of the election oh and that was a day that I kind of didn't want to look at the TV. And it's literally yeah. like the first day that I have to be a hundred percent plugged in. Yeah. And it's like this day, like this time in our lives, the news isn't something like, I mean, it's so important, but it is so dark. You know, <laughs> as someone who's lived with their parents during COVID, they watch MSNBC, CNN on rotation. Like, Every time my dad's home, that's it's on. It's yep. a thing. And it's not news. It's speculation. Mm-hmm. And so there's about 15 minutes worth of information and the rest is nonsense. Right. And it's very uh, frustrating. And I scream at the TV. And, you know, there are people that I should like. Like, I should like Rachel Maddow. Mm-hmm. She's technically, like, you know, a very smart woman. Yeah. Um, and I'm on the same side as her politically, but she's just so, um, I hate the extreme bias of any side. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely prefer the left wing, please. Anybody who says that, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> both sides aren't equal. She's like, shut up. Like, Obviously <laughs> extreme left is better than extreme right. Like, yeah, big time. <laughs> big time. Like, I can't stand that. I can't stand that. It's always yeah. heterosexual men who are like, oh, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> But I do get annoyed with, um, she tricked me. You know why? It's because she betrayed mm-hmm. me. It's because she had oh. said that she had Trump's taxes. This was like two years ago. Yeah. And I like was like, everyone, it's breaking news. <laughs> she has Trump's taxes. <laughs> and it was from like 1986. Oh, what a trick. And it was like, I was like, wow. And then I've hated Rachel Maddow ever since. <laughs> you lied to me, Rachel Maddow. You really got mad at her. Yeah. Anyways, good for her, whatever. I mean, and that is that like what you said about the most of the news being speculation like that is what it is, because we don't unless it's break like unless it's a true fact that's happening right now or or like a scientist is being like, yeah, here's what we know. A lot of times even still, it's like especially today, there's so much unknown about what's going on and what's going to happen in politics or in or in the health and sciences or the arts, anything. It's like no one knows what's going to happen. You can also just get so numbed out by it. Like I'll be seeing my dad's watching like Wolf Blitzer or something. And like the scroll mm-hmm. at the bottom says breaking news. And I go, as if it's fucking breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Like stop Somebody's lying. Known. Like that's not news. That's like yeah. information. But like sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes it's good. Like, but I like it when sometimes the like bias is, is funny. Cause mm-hmm. like fucking Don Lemon, oh, Chris yeah. Cuomo are really funny. But like, would I call them news? No. No. It's an op-ed, right? Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be on a news channel. Yep. It should be on its own. Its own thing. thing. Its own network. But, like, and then, and then that becomes news. I'm like, okay, so I started following. So like, I love celebrity news. Like I actually really wish yeah. that I was writing for a celebrity <laughs> gossip show. Who, who wouldn't? Oh my God. Why don't we have that? Because no one, cares. We, no one cares. No one cares. There's, as no, much as we there's no celebrity star 
uh, factor in Canada. I think that's a big issue. There's that, but it's also like, okay, I'm going to go to my soapbox. I feel like celebrity Mm -hmm. news is deemed more like female, like of the feminine Mm -hmm. persuasion. So it's like complete fluff and it's not serious. Whereas Mm -hmm. like this news that we're watching is serious. But when you watch, they're both exactly the yeah. same but one is more <laughs> one technically is supposed is to more like, important yeah more important but anyways so i was following this um instagram account de moi mm-hmm. which is just the, the 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 end of civilization because it's like if you see a famous person or if you have a story about a famous person you dm the person that's why it's de moi like dm oh okay you dm them and you give them information or it's like you took a paparazzi picture and you say like hey i fucked john mayer this is what it was like and um, <laughs> and i just feel like that's what news has become too it's just yeah. like anyways i got blocked by dm uh, by de moi because i had said that they were bad for society <laughs> And I'm so sad. <laughs> they blocked you. That's so funny. They watched all my stories and they blocked me. That's and every crazy. day I'm like, oh my God, this is a drug. Like I miss the cutting miss edge. Because I was, a lot of the news that was being reported on reputable mm-hmm. sites was being taken from Demois. So it was like yeah. having this weird like source material, but then it's also like not founded. Not right. Yeah. It's not, like, it's not founded at all. Yeah. Anyways, I stand by my opinion. Yeah. But I'm so sad. It feels so cold <laughs> to be blocked. It is cold. That is cold to be blocked. You're just stating an opinion. Freedom of speech. Kind of. <laughs> but I understand it's their freedom of speech to be like, I know, of course. Literally says on their Instagram. But it had an adverse effect because I had I had several people message me being like, I didn't know about Demois and now I'm obsessed. And I was like, yeah. could you screenshot stuff for me? I really need to know what's happening. Yeah. And now that I'm talking about it, there's going to probably be some listeners be like, what's Demois? And then here we are. Here we are. I mean, you could always apologize to Demois and be like, I'm sorry for what I said. Please let me come back. But I'm not sorry for what I, I know. said. I'm That's correct. True. She is bad for society. It sounds bad. Like, it doesn't sound great. I think it's all a- celebrity, I love celebrity gossip. I do. Because I think mm. a lot of it is made up also. Mm-hmm. Half the time I'm like, that. I don't think this is real. Or I also think a lot of things are fully staged. It's fan fiction. Purpose. Yeah, it's, it's either fake by the writer or fake by the celebrity. Yeah. That's like the one reason why I would want to be like Angelina Jolie level famous. Because I just mm-hmm. want to know... Like, does she have more secrets? Like, does she know the secrets of Hollywood? Or is everyone, everyone doesn't know what's real and what's fake because everyone, like, you know what I mean? Is there, like, a hub? Like, is there, like, (laughs) And, like, and then it's, like, you kind of can get into conspiracy theories of being, like, well, if Angelina Jolie knows was, like, the whole staging of her and Brad, was that, like, something to to gain all three of them, Jennifer Aniston, Brad, and Angelina, more momentum? Or, like, what? or was that real? Like, who You're knows? You're still talking about that as if it just happened, and it literally happened so 20 long. years ago. I know. But it, it was the biggest, it was the biggest thing of our, like, I don't know, like, the biggest, one of the biggest scandals of our generation, in like, because it was, like, Jennifer Aniston was the, like, beautiful, like, sweet, down-to-earth. Down-to-earth, yeah. Rachel, and everyone, Brad Pitt was the, like, like celebrity heartthrob, and then here mm-hmm. came Angelina Jolie. She mm-hmm. carried Billy Bob Thornton's vial of blood on yeah, her yeah. neck and, like, kissed her temptress. brother. She's, She's a literally, temptress. like, an angel versus, like, like, like a demon, yeah. A Jezebel. Yeah. yeah. 
Because like, and now as an adult, you think back to it and you're like, I feel like maybe it was all set up because it's too perfectly. It's too perfect. I don't know if it's a setup, but I will say this from my understanding of celebrity culture and how relationships in that realm work. This is mm. from my extensive knowledge of <laughs> things. Everybody has an open relationship. Yeah, they must. Everybody. You're going to sit there and tell me that you're going to marry Brad Pitt and not think that he's going to fuck around on you just because the sheer volume of women that throw themselves at him. Mm-hmm all the time, nonstop, continuously. So just to make life easier, you go, fine. So then he probably did sleep with Angelina Jolie because she was single. Mm -hmm. And then it it, evolved. It evolved. Do I think that Jennifer Aston is hurt? Sure. Do I think that she was like taken by surprise? No, because I'm sure he was fucking other people. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she was fucking other people. And she was too. I bet. We're acting, and this is like this thing just happened. Did you see this thing with Dominic? What the fuck is? Oh it? yes, Dominic yes, Dominic West from the affair, and he was like really on a scooter smooching. What's her name? Lily. Um, Lily James. James. Yeah. Lily James? Yeah, from Mamma Mia too, my favorite movie. Here we go again. Sol- solid, solid flick. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's lovely. I think she's so beautiful. Um, and and then his wife released a thing today where they took these staged pictures oh, in front of their like ancestral castle because she's like. Irish royalty and uh and then handed a handwritten note to the press like handwritten and si- so like stupid who they must not have PR because they look so dumb. ridiculous so bad well but that's what's happening a lot during COVID is that it seems like everyone's PR team got laid <laughs> off <laughs> or this yes. was like like either they got laid off or they're furloughed or like <laughs> maybe like you're not wrong. at home at home being like oh, everything's fine and then th- their celebrities are not calling them about things <laughs> i mean but here's the deal dominic west if he's gonna be so brazen with this affair that he had because mm-hmm. they're like they're around rome they're like at the spanish steps they're at like really touristy spots where all these yeah. like pap- paparazzi pictures were taken I have to assume that he's in an open relationship. It has yeah. to be assumed because he was so, ch- so like, I just, I just want some honesty. Like instead yeah. of, st- could you just say like, Hey, it's really none of your business, mm-hmm. but because this happened, we're obviously open. Yeah. Done. And Don't it's also a and- time where it's like, who cares? Like if that's your, if that's your own personal marriage commitment to each other, your, your own, like, Contract. This is going to be breaking down the taboo of it, though. And I'm, listen, I'm not loving open relationships. I also don't, I don't condone, and I've never been in one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, maybe if I was at like a level of hotness slash celebrity where people threw themselves at me all the time, mm-hmm. maybe I would condone them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like the supply and demand. Like if the supply mm-hmm. was needed, like or if the demand was yeah. asked for, I would produce the supply. But it's not like. <laughs> so it's like i'm not judging i'm just saying also yeah whatever i just yeah i just think don't um i guess don't marry like objectively handsome straight men because they're really cruel but also like i don't like i mean i know dominic west is doing the affair but i'm like what else has he been doing lately it's almost like sometimes only this movie with lily james I i guess but it's like you're not doing much. So sometimes I'm like, is it just for publicity, you know, for the movie, for the movie? Because it's like, 
they're filming in Italy, which is insane to me. Like, aren't we not allowed to go there? Like, did COVID not ravage Italy? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Like, and I I just, that, did like, you Paris... see the, the parliament, the guy in parliament who refused to wear a mask? He w- got carried out of carried the out. parliament. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just, it really feels like there's two COVIDs going on and there's one for like the celebrity rich people. And then for mm-hmm. us, and it's this thing of like, but they're super spreaders. Cause like apparently like Posh Spice and David Beckham got COVID and they were fucking spreading it all over the place. God. And it's this thing of like, we just don't hear about the spreading part, but mm-hmm. I'm sure when this is all done, there's going to be like a slew of people being like, Oh yeah, I had it. Yeah, right? absolutely. For sure. I think I the only so. person that's honest is Tom Hanks. Yeah, sweet Tom Hanks. He doesn't fuck around, apparently. No, he's like, fuck this. I love Tom Hanks. Tired of the dishonesty. Tired of the dishonesty of the news of the pop culture media. But it's true, and I feel like we've become, especially. I mean, I think that news has always been a bit, like you said, speculatory. Is that a word? Is that a word? I think so. I'll take it. Speculatory. Speculatory. I I don't think that's a word, but I like it. Um, I feel like it's always been that way, but even more so in the last. And I mean, I don't ever want to quote Trump on fake news, but what I think is fake news is like that Fox, like anything that is a conservative news is insane like there was a video i watched it i mean i'm really into tiktoks I lo- i'm loving tiktok yeah right i now. love tiktoks um and i <laughs> saw one and it's just so them silly. talking about obama with his bike helmet on and what a loser he was because he had <laughs> a bike helmet on and you're i mean like, you know why what? obama's a loser is because he did nothing for the people of michigan with water but we don't talk yes. about that but we talk, we talk about, about him wearing a bike helmet bike. and That's like, like they were like but Fox News was basically like, what a loser for wearing a bike helmet. He looks so yeah. stupid. And they were comparing him to Putin on the horse without a shirt on. So it was unmanly. To Fox, wear do you a like bike? Do you helmet. like Putin or do you not like Putin? Because yeah, what's he's on deal? your side. So what do you want? <laughs> and also, what, don't you find it a little homoerotic that he's on a horse without a shirt on? Yeah. Like, that's weird that you really like that. Yeah, that's odd I, to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's so tired. And this is what I'm going to be writing about for the next. (laughs) I know, which is exciting. Like, hopefully, like, I mean, there's other nice, like, I feel like the nice thing about doing news in comedy or like that kind of political POV is being able to bring certain things to light to another, to a group of people that might also not know the facts about something, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I think, um, I think it's, it's, It's hard Hard. to say, you know, like, uh, do I think that like the golden era of this was like the Bush administration? Yeah, but maybe Mm -hmm. that's just because I'm uh, like, that's when I was introduced to comedy, like when I was like 14, 15. So like, I love The Daily Show and it was Mm -hmm. very cutting edge. And I'm like waiting for, I don't know why I'm waiting, maybe I could create it, but obviously I'm not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) The next iteration of that, because it's like The Daily Show was so like huge. Mm. And it changed how we took in satirical comedy and nothing has shifted in terms of the mainstream because Mm -hmm. everything else there are, there is other stuff, but it's, it's like really like unpalatable and like not for you. Like it makes you feel like shit, like outside Mm -hmm. of comedy or whatever it is. Um, So I don't know, waiting for that thing. And so it's hard to write the way that like whatever worked in 2007. Yeah. 
2005, we're still writing like that for the current political era. And the current political era is not Bush's era because everything was so shocking when Bush was Mm -hmm. so outrageously stupid and, and lying. Yeah. It was, it was cutting edge to say he's lying and he's stupid. Yeah. And now we have the ultimate liar and the ultimate story. Like I use the word stupid as in someone who has like an extremely low emotional intelligence and like Mm -hmm. is racist and sexist. I I don't care. Like you could be Einstein, but if you're racist and sexist to me, I'll still call you. Of course. Oh, people don't have that opinion. So I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think people that do have like, I mean, unless it's like a developmental issue, but I'm like, people like that's different when it's like somebody like Bush or Trump who are genuinely just emotionally like, stupid you're right they are and especially i don't Trump know how himself, you can but he's dumb he's an idiot and it ha- and it just all <laughs> goes back to like this truth this lie blah, blah. i don't know how you can be like on the panel for msnbc with like a republican person and not be like can i just get um you to say that you're both racist and sexist and that's what is filtering all of your opinions about what you want to mm-hmm. talk about okay now you can talk because it's yeah. like they're beating around the bush of like Hold on, the dog needs to be let out. Yeah, hey, of, of course, let him out. Let him out. You can go outside, Zabby. You're allowed. Oh. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, so that was Jabby. Um, Jabby. You're beating around the bush and it's dumb and everyone's Oh boy. <laughs> well, and it's well, and it's hard too because, like, you can tell, especially like conservative Republican being like, like being so like, I don't know how to explain what I want to say, but yeah, like yeah. Sne- sneakily racist, sneakily homophobic, sneakily like misogynistic in this way yeah. that they're like, well, underlying everything we're saying, we are that, but also we want those votes from those people. So we're going to say just the right amount of something to get the people who are maybe a bit more vulnerable or maybe looking for something. Like, I think that's what happened with the last election. It was a lot of people were like in that, like, like, I guess, lower class. We're like, we need jobs. We need jobs. And it's like, well, I'll give you jobs. And they're like, okay, great. Four years later, we don't have jobs. So now they're all upset about it. But then they'll come up with something new to be like, well, here's here's the new thing. Yeah. I mean, like someone like Bush should have never won a second term. He was he did a terrible job, um, Mm -hmm. especially. And then he went on to do an even worse job with Katrina. Like, so he's terrible. That second term was won because he said, I will not legalize gay marriage. Mm -hmm. That's why I was you know what I mean? And like and Trump won because he said that he was going to tax the people who decimated like Michigan, all those places with the car industry, anyone who took, he was going to tax them 30% if they mm-hmm. left, which is not legal and not possible. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just so annoying to think like, I'm not that smart in politics. I barely have yeah. like, yeah, I watch the news or whatever, but it's not like I'm like a poli sci major and that I have a PhD in this. And to think like the Democrats couldn't figure out why he would win. Yeah. And like for Hillary Clinton to like not even campaign in those areas, it's like mm-hmm. it's so obvious, right? Yeah. Or is that the, that's the thing about evil is that it ha- there's no rhyme or reason when it happens. The more you look at it, the less it yeah. makes sense. I think that's true. Like even like yeah. now, you're like looking like I think this like this political like term is insane. Like this is the the most insane thing I've ever seen. Like. 
we all knew Trump was going to get COVID because he was he's either faking it or he did get it in a way to be like, it's nothing. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then you watch him like do all these stupid things. And I still truly don't understand why people follow him. And I know a lot of people haven't. And again, it's that news, the news showing us that there's a lot of people when maybe there isn't really. And we're just being told that there is or we're being shown these large groups. Yeah. And but it's like, annoying yeah. to be in like an echo chamber, right? Like yes. I'm surrounded mostly by people. But if I were, were to be surrounded by like a Trump supporter, I would maybe this is would get me like punched in the face. But I'd be like, cool, you're a racist and you're sexist. That's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. And you can say that you're not. But if you believe in anything he says, you are that. Yeah. And I think like I don't know if you think this, but with things like let, like go back and going back to TikTok, like something like that. And that's why like I think the states also wants to ban it is because I feel like TikTok really has been allowing people, especially younger generation, to show that racism and capture yeah. all of that. And now we're all seeing it. So people who maybe aren't racist, but just had really strong conservative views are now being like, oh, this administration is very racist and is very homophobic. Yeah. Oh, oh we got oh, no. He's the cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> you look great. You look great. One second. One second. Uh, Just to show you properly. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Oh, what did okay, you well, do? Okay, well, Get out of here. Oh, it's be my a very confused uh, podcast. No, just about who cares? And racism and then and dog dressed as a cookie monster. Yeah, my sister's dogs are here, and and uh, just for everyone at home, she bought them a Halloween costume, and she, she I thought she was gonna get him a ghost, but she got him a nope. cookie monster. Cookie monster. <laughs> so cute. And you know what? That's what we need more of. We need more just cute dogs dressed as Halloween costumes. Something, right? I think I used to be a positive person and I'm not anymore. And it's it's a bummer. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us used to be very positive. And I think I I think especially in the last four years, it's kind of gotten hard to be overly positive and overly optimistic, even though I think at the heart of everything, that hope is still there. Uh, But I do think it's, quite difficult given the problems in the world it's this thing right it's like these huge things that are happening how do they affect your life directly and they Mm -hmm. do like there's just these ripple effects of even if it's Mm -hmm. not like you specifically it's like the fact that like fake news and then there's QAnon and then all of a sudden you have like a group of people that are insane Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and then literally also, you know one of those people and then also this like affects your life and it's like yeah. your friendship is over with that person or you yeah. no longer can talk to that family member this mm-hmm. is affecting and it it's is dividing and or it's like i don't know you have those fam the, like family members too who like post things like because i think facebook is bad for like a, an older generation who are susceptible to believing whatever you read as true. Yeah, they because, just don't have the reference ability to know. No, in our generation, we got used to like, you know, comedy news from like The Onion and The Daily Show and Beaverton, all those things. We're used to that. But then sometimes people take those as fact, like how people thought that uh, recently, <laughs> I think Ian wrote it, but the Beaverton about how the, oh, the leather were, daddy, the thing? leather daddy, yeah, the leather men. <laughs> and Twitter yeah. went 
crazy because they thought it was real. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like that happens on Facebook a lot with, you know, like our maybe our parent generation and sometimes people who maybe are from a small town who just don't read or watch the news very often are more susceptible to taking that information in and believing it to be full truth when you're like no one knows who who fucking wrote this picture that says this quote on it (laughs) yeah you know like an example of this actually so i i have like read it or whatever but i'm like a Mm -hmm. baby i don't know anything about it i just like looking at them i don't get it yeah (laughs) sometimes it gets too into like computer like technology speak and like there's like all these jokes that i'm like what the fuck does this mean but (laughs) There was an example, there was a headline that said this Australian scientist, they figured that COVID lives for 28 days. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? So we click on it and it's like undisturbed. If you had COVID on a surface that no one ever touched, that UV light never went into, that wasn't affected by <laughs> air, that blah, 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 COVID would live for 28 days. Right. The next day, my dad's watching CP24. At the bottom, it says an Australian scientist has come out saying COVID lives on surfaces for 28 days. And I was like, why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's just to make it's just to strike fear into people. And that is something as I do think a lot of news headlines are that clickbait like. Yeah. And most of the time people just read the headline. You don't actually read the right the actual <laughs> article. I know I do, too, unless I'm like, what? Like I saw this. Yeah, thing that's that why like, with that COVID thing, I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like I read one too that was like a Mar- uh, bone, a uh, human bone found on Mars, and I was like, "What?" And then what? I go in and I read it, and it's not. It's just a, it's just a rock shaped like a bone. So at first they thought it was a human bone, but then it's not. It's just a rock, and but people think it's real. Like I was going on TikTok, <laughs> people being like, "This, th- this is what's been like." So anytime people are like this, these are the crazy things that have been discovered in 2020. I always have to go look and read it now. Yeah. The trickery. And this is just like Rachel Maddow. Yes. I have the tax returns from 1986. Like, go fuck so, yourself. And you're like, hey, <laughs> hey you. <laughs> well, and it's all about views and it's all about like viewership and, and ratings. And so people want to give the best clickbait. So you'll click on the thing. Yeah. Watch it. And then be like, what? Rewatch it and then look it up. And you're like, yeah. well, that you just fully lied to me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Young man, you lied to me. <laughs> or, I don't know. Yeah, we just can't be um, like we have to be very. I think that's why we're, we're depressed and tired all the time, because to survive, you have to be alert and you mm-hmm. have to like take you things in. Otherwise, you could let it wash over you. And then that's how you believe in QAnon. And it's like, yeah, child yeah. trafficking does exist. But like. Not like this, not to like no. steal the blood of children and drink no. for the fountain of youth. And Hillary Clinton doesn't have a pizza shop, child sex trafficking place. I mean, that's the crazy thing is like they think that Trump is like in charge and is, is going to help them take down the sex. Trump is a pedophile. He's yeah, the he's pe- in there. <laughs> he's in there. He's <laughs> a leader probably now. Who knows? I wish. Like, you know what? My sister's her, her ex-fiance was a conspiracy theorist my uncle's a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. it's, it's a real bummer he used to be very very intelligent um oh. and uh, oh no <laughs> that was karma anyways and, uh, ghosts <laughs> and um uh it's people who've had a trauma like my sister's ex uh he his mom died when he was like 15 mm-hmm. and i think it's like when something so sad happens and you just wish that something you could just get there was yeah. just an answer 
And you can yeah, be like, oh, the course. reason why things are so sad is because there's like a group of people that are controlling the world. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. 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 I love it. It makes sense. It mm-hmm. soothes me in a weird way. Yeah. And, and there's a reason to why terrible things happen, but there's no reason. And we're just here floating in space. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, honestly, like yeah. It, it is like, I mean, and that and that's why I, I also love like I'm not a conspiracy theorist where I'm like, this is the truth and this must be it. And mm-hmm. I'm more like interested in what people say, because I go, well, what if, though? Listen, <laughs> like, listen, what that's if me that's too. I do homeopathy. Listen, I buy into some bullshit all the time. Like I like oh, certain yeah. things um, and I understand the science and blah, blah, blah. And then once I was saying mm-hmm. to my dad, this was years ago, he's saying something about science. I was like, but dad, like science. Like everyone thought something was a certain way until the new science disproved that thing. So what if we're living in the era of where we think this is true, but the new science, blah, and my dad's like, stop your yakking, Mm -hmm. stop yakking. (laughs) I just think there needs to be a marriage, right? Like not too scientific, not too like hippy dippy, but like put those hands together, make it more specific, more personal. Yes. And that's why I'm a part of a multi-level marketing <laughs> scheme. Join my scheme. Yeah. <laughs> Join my pyramid. Did you watch uh, The Vow? I haven't watched it yet, but I listened to uh, Escape the, the Uncovered. Exam. The yeah. first episode of The Vow, they like show everything. The first episode's pretty much like, this is what it would be like if you were to right. take a course. And by the end of the first episode, I was like, I don't see what the problem is. I would have joined next <laughs> But I mean, that's the problem is that the, for, on the surface level, those things seem like you're like, yeah, if I was feeling unmotivated and depressed and sad or like that, I needed something to tell me how to get out of that. Of course, uh-huh. we're going to go for it. We Listen, still do so, it all the time to this day. That, it's just a, it's obviously a cult and it's all that stuff. But like yes. what it was, was it was psychology 101, right? Like apparently this is what I was explained after I was like, I don't know. They cured that guy's Tourette's. And my friend's <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, no, they did it. You saw them. <laughs> It's just so funny that like they got actors, right? There was a lot of actresses and it's like, yeah, because we're primed for that. Because mm-hmm. like, if you went to theater school, like you're primed to get into a cult because <laughs> you agree with ridiculous things. You agree yes. with feeling uncomfortable and being yes. told by someone how you look a certain way, how mm-hmm. you need to act, how you need to change to mm-hmm. be successful. So when I was like watching this, I was like, yeah, fucking of course there's all these actors. <laughs> But it's true. It is true. Like theater school. I was in a cult. We are in a cult. I think improv is a weird cult. Improv is a cult. Improv is a cult because there's no way that I'll ever make as much money that I paid training for it. Like with my skill of improv. Yes. Yeah. I'm just slowly getting like one day I'll break even. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think like improv is great. And I think it's like, I mean, I love it. It's my life. I, I yeah. love improvising and I have nothing against it. I don't mean a cult is in like a negative cult. I just mm. mean like people who are on the outside of it don't fully understand it until you're like in it. And then there's also, but then there are people, I do think that there are people who take it too far and yes. can Anyone who themselves guru. guru. Yeah. Anyone who fancies themselves a guru. I got no, mostly no. straight bye men bye. that want to fuck students. Um, yeah. uh, I'm really hating on <laughs> the men that I date. <laughs> hey, that's okay. It's tough times. Um, tough. Yeah, any anytime you think that you know more than something, you're probably in the wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and a lot of times it is just to trick those people to coming into your circle so that you can feel that narcissistic power that you want. That's it's like the question any that I have when I was too. watching, <laughs> when I watch 
like cult stuff and blah blah especially nexium i go did he was the plan all along to like fuck a bunch of girl like was that i doubt it i doubt that he from the beginning was like i'm gonna start this i like self-help pyramid scheme that will then I'll bring all these girls in and I will brand them and then I'll have sex with all of them. I don't think so. I think it got to that point because he realized as he was doing this like thing and standing up there and all these people are listening to you and hearing what you have to say and believing what you have to say. It it's like all this power. Like if I stood up somewhere and people were telling me that what I was saying was the best thing and I'm saving your life. I don't know. I feel like a little part of me might be like, well, what else? You don't. Do? I have um, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, I guess these people don't have that. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> if I was yeah. standing up there and I was being told what you're saying is, and this is what I go to therapy for, <laughs> I would be like, I'd be like, oh no, they're wrong. I'm wrong. Everything's wrong. Yeah. And I don't mean that. It's it's all it. That's still the ego, right? There's two yes. ways the ego works. There's yes. the way that seems to be advantageous to people that unfortunately I don't have. They like the fair. I don't think I meant, have it either. <laughs> yeah, it's meant for narcissist megalomaniacs. And mm-hmm. then there's the ego that makes you feel not good enough. And unfortunately, yeah, I always. have that one. And I would love yeah. to I'd love Same. to have an ego death. Yeah. But it would be cool if I had that other one. <laughs> <laughs> Just or like a nice mesh of the two, you know, enough that you're like, I feel good about myself and I'm confident in what I'm doing. But enough of the other stuff to be like, hey, don't go too far. Yeah, something to pull you to ground you. I mean, like I know a few people because, like, we know people that like, Mm -hmm. you know, like get successful, but like Canadian successful, let's say marginally. And you know, I've known a couple of people that like before and after, and like some of the success for them was pretty short lived. Mm -hmm. And the amount that they changed in that time, I remember (laughs) thinking, like, oh God, never get actually successful. Yeah, but it's true. It's like, and and that's also when you the like real side of somebody comes out as well like when you get famous or when you get some sort of success it's how you deal with it it's how you deal with your own success and how if you can be um if you can be like humble about it yeah then you know that person isn't a narcissistic but if they're like constantly bragging about all the stuff that they've done or it's like- not even the bragging it's the um it's the thinking that they are better than yes a large group of people mm-hmm. oh well I'm a, I'm a little bit above that and there's a difference between knowing your worth and then yes. like actually thinking that you're better than people and I think yeah. that's the thing that I've I've noticed as well but you know I guess we are just better than some people I guess we're just I guess we are just better a bit better than some people but no I don't, I don't know I, yeah I'm like I feel like I'm like you too, though, where I'm always like, well, I can be doing better or I I'm like not as good. I feel like that's when it's a terrible too. It's a terrible feeling because it's this thing of like. I'm good. Like, and then when I say things like that, like, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I feel dumb. Yeah. And then (laughs) immediately go, no, I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Or you go, I, or even just like taking, like being confident in the career path that we've chosen and know that we are good at our jobs. Like people in every aspect of like anything, like somebody could be a server or a CEO of a bank and be like, I'm good at my job. We're allowed to say we're good at our jobs, even if it is acting. It's just that acting comes with this whole other thing. Uh, above, uh, on it's like top you're of saying, 
you're good at, okay, so okay, I have a theory as to like, okay, <laughs> why do people like Harry Potter? I was thinking, and like, fuck mm-hmm. K.K. Rowling. But yeah, like bye-bye. the actual book, I never read Harry Potter except for one night I was at a cottage and I got really sick from drinking. And the only <laughs> book they had was Harry Potter. And this was like pre-phones or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like in the bathroom, like in between barfing. And I was like, I need to like look at something to not feel so nauseous. So I started reading Harry Potter. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Okay, first of all, it's amazing. And I was like, I think people like this because Harry Potter is going to school to -hmm. be the best version of what he is. Mm -hmm. He is a wizard and he gets to go to school to learn how to be a wizard. So acting is almost like you're being a human and you're pretending to be a human and you're acting. So if you're a really good actor, it can be like misconstrued that you're like a really good person too because you're good (laughs) at being a person. Yeah. And so if you say like, oh, I'm like really good, that automatically people get ill. You're yeah, not that which is person. which is so funny because it's different. It's acting. Like that's the point of being of acting. It's like I you could be the worst human in the world, but you can be a good actor and yeah. pretend like you're Sean a good human. I'm sorry, I know that he does charity, but it, I would not want to be around. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does charity. Like, you know what, Sean Penn, you're doing all your charity. Good for you you didn't need to tie Madonna to a chair for like three days and abuse her. I forgot about that. Jesus. I mean, but that's the same with like Dustin Hoffman is a phenomenal actor. Terrible. uh, Seems like a terrible. uh, Just a a shitty guy who was um, bolstered by um, sexism and like good for you. And it's yeah, too bad felt that he, women owed him something because he was short. I don't fucking know. And you're like, lots of us are short. There's I love Dustin Hoffman. He was like, he was my favorite actor like for so long. Mm-hmm. I just loved everything he did, and I thought he had great humanity. Same thing with like Jeffrey Tambor. Didn't Jeffrey Tambor have such a beautiful humanity mm-hmm. yeah. when he would accept awards and he would cry and he mm-hmm. seemed so sensitive when he was yeah. truly just Hank from the Larry Sanders show this whole time. Yep. But and that's <laughs> the issue with actors too is like, I, and I mean, I don't know about how you how you are, but I feel like I'm good at calling out people in my brain. Like I, if I know someone like I can be like, that's not real. Like I, or I I used to be really, yeah, you're right. I don't think I'm very good at it. Oh no, you're good at it. Oh, I was like, am I? I was like, maybe I'm not. No, no, you're good at it. I was like, I don't know for myself. I think I've given, I think my entire twenties was dating really bad. (laughs) But I think my twenties too, I was, I think I was really bad for a long time. I would stand up for people and people would be like, this person is awful. And I'd be like, well, maybe they're just going through something or they're nice to me. They're kind to me. And like, I do think that I'm good at seeing people's other side. Cause I think a lot of times, sometimes like people who are like, like deemed a bully or whatever I'm like well that's an insecurity and you can tell the difference between an insecurity and somebody who is actually like being quite mean (laughs) yes and that's the whole thing okay so that's like the lesson of like my dating life in my Mm -hmm. 20s was I can have compassion for someone but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that I have to accept the behavior due to their damage yes and and that's a tricky thing and I'm (laughs) I'm watching this stupid reality show called Summer House and everybody's okay it's a spinoff for Vanderpump Rules I don't recommend it but I also do (laughs) it's like these rich or these like wannabe rich up-and-coming entrepreneurs in New York they rent out a summer house in the Hamptons and it's just watching them vacation in the Hamptons it's so dumb but it also aligns with my uh, favorite genre which is rich New York that's my favorite Mm -hmm. genre of movie I love it so anyways (laughs) So I'm watching these girls and they're in their late twenties 
and they're they're all attracted to really mean guys Mm -hmm. and then you find out you know the backstory of of a couple of them and you're like that's really hard for them I'm sorry Mm -hmm. that they have to go through that why do they have to be mean though like yeah like I'm sure those girls have equally like one of the girls in the show the mom disowned her and now has another family she's very nice to her boyfriend Mm -hmm. her boyfriend's very mean to her I don't (laughs) so that's a little bit yeah, so I, you can, I always yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was like, you can have compassion, and you, and it's yes. good to have compassion to live life. But it, I just think you don't need to accept behavior. Absolutely not, and that's yeah. the thing too. And there's a lot of like things surrounding like mental health as well. And it's like mm-hmm. I understand that I can have compassion for somebody with mental health, but it still doesn't give somebody the right to treat somebody else. Like you can't use that as an excuse for yeah. treating somebody incredibly poorly. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, my thought on that is. Um, Look, I dated someone who was very depressed. Like there was something mm-hmm. organically wrong. And I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with being depressed. It's very natural. Of course, I, absolutely. I think having mental health issues is, is very natural. And a thousand percent. And I have an anxiety disorder. Like, you know, Same. like everyone yeah. has their own thing. But if your choice in life is to do nothing about it, and because you're not doing anything about it and then you're dating, that's the thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you can be depressed and have a partner. I think people with mental health, like, I, I hate that thing where it's like, heal yourself and then you'll get love. No, you can, it's good to work with others and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course. But if your choice in life, oh no, did you go away? No, I'm here. Oh, no, you're right. um, if your choice in life is to like, not do anything about it mm-hmm. and repeat patterns and then be like, and have a shitty relationship, that is like, that to me is, unacceptable yeah of but, course yeah i say it's it a hard it's a it's a hard it, it's a hard cycle too it's a hard it's a really tricky it's a really tricky thing because it is like you are like i understand that you have a di- like a disease a mental health disease mm-hmm. and that that can be tricky and then sometimes that affects the way we act but listen and also like being time, women you know we were socialized to like take mm-hmm. care and make yeah. sure everything's okay and and kind of like put your needs aside to make sure that mm-hmm. that person's doing that's like that's like built into me yeah. that's baked in and so it's it's yeah and so it feels bad to say like no to the person yeah. or to be like it feels wrong it feels yeah. like you're making a mistake when really mm-hmm. it's yeah <laughs> when you want to help too like you want to help the person you care about and it's hard when it gets to the point where you're like, I don't know if I can help if you don't if you don't want to help yourself, you know. Also, like I'm busy, I gotta help myself. I gotta do yeah. my own things. We got we got our own issues. We gotta I would, take care you know of what? I've I have yet to date someone who supports me the way I have supported them, and maybe mm-hmm. I'm under a grand illusion, but I'm pretty sure I got feedback. <laughs> I also feel like I'm. What is it like? Good luck, Chuck. That guy who like he'll sleep oh, with yeah. a girl, and then the next person she meets, she marries. I'm like yeah. that with careers for guys. Like this happened like <laughs> three times, where like they date me, and then they get the biggest break of their careers. <laughs> it's happened three times. <laughs> so it's like oh, no. I just think that maybe I'm a muse, and yeah, it would maybe be nice you are. to do that for myself. <laughs> yeah, muse yourself. <laughs> but I know I want someone to do it for me. I'm tired yes. of yes. Yes, yes, we all, we all, you need love. We, we need to find you. Somebody, somebody kind, date, be, be, kind, be like muse. Really big dick. No. Like, <laughs> huge, huge dick. penis. 
huge, gigantic, the, but like really kind and nice. A really kind, nice <laughs> with a huge penis. Like the, like the kind of, that's so big that you're like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Any penis makes me a bit nervous. I think they, yeah, they're great. Know, like, Everybody's got to have the, you know, people got to have them. And yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with them. I just, they're just not for me. Not I look at them and I go, ah, I go, ah, God, well, no. Thank you. Well, thank you. No, thanks. That's not, <laughs> ah, they're just, the, they just look funny. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny when people are always like, yeah, I would know that's my boyfriend's like, if there's someone said a dick pic and they're like, that's my boyfriend, I can recognize it. And like, I wouldn't be able to recognize one that I've seen for years. And I don't know what that's about. Is it because I close my eyes when I go in here? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah, it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, People yeah, say they can recognize them. Not I don't, over yeah. I, have, I mean, with facial blindness, there's that like Oliver Sacks book that I have. Picks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up with penises. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. Vite, do you want to do a, a quick lightning round with me? Oh, my God. I would love Before to. we go. I'm okay. ready. Oh no, okay. it's over. Yeah, I guess it's been an hour. I know. I guess it's been yeah, it's been an hour, right? Good, good yeah. deep chat. Good deep chat. It was a good chat. I like that. It's also really just like nice it. to like sit and chat with a friend about other things. Like we didn't even talk about how we were in Skechersons together. Oh nothing. yeah, do, we, do you want to do a quick, a quick run? I mean, we can, but I don't think we need to. Like we, yeah, we just Trisha and I know each other for a long time. For a long Those time, Skechersons was fun. I miss, yeah. I miss um, year I three of the Skechersons. I would say. Yeah. I would yeah. yeah, I think it was year two for me. I mean, I love, I mean, the first few years I really enjoyed. And then by the end, I was like, just kind of holding on. Yeah. I was by so busy, end, but you're holding on a bit because you're like, I don't know if I want to go, but I know I should go. <laughs> basically, when I went from like the news desk, which was like the day kind of just becomes about you writing jokes. Mm -hmm. And then I went to head writing where the day becomes about you like not getting to hang out with anybody and just like yeah. looking at sketches and be like, okay, yeah, that works. Okay, let's move yeah. on. <laughs> That time, well, yeah. though, it strengthened me. I mm -hmm. I wouldn't well, call it's it a stress. I feel like being a head writer would be such a stress. You've got twenty <laughs> cast members who all want their sketches in, and like, and some are more demanding than others. <laughs> I didn't know because I was one of the cast members that I never bothered the head writer. If I didn't get something in, I never wrote yeah. them an email. I just thought, whatever. And I'd like bitch about it, or I'd write more yeah. sketches. But yeah, I or I'd ask for notes. I always asked for notes. You asked like, for notes. Give no. No, Never asked for I only was like, I was always like, I just want to improve. So if you have any, like, like mostly with Jocelyn, when Joss was there, I was like, if yeah. you have any ideas that, I, and she was great, but she's amazing. I, I was like, if my sketches gets in great, if it doesn't, if I, whatever, I don't care. Fuck, but like when I became head writer, everyone who doesn't get stuff in writes to you, everybody. <laughs> but I also, I'm just gonna put out there. I think I had the youngest cast there had been in a long time. They were all under 24. Yeah. They were all extremely entitled. And some of them are my friends now. Oh, yeah. They're the best. Anyways, let's do the lightning round. Lightning okay. Round. Yay. Lightning round. Yes. I'm going to eat okay. a grape. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. What's the first question that I, oh my gosh, why can't I think of what I normally ask? My brain just went out the window because I was thinking about what we just talked about because I shocked you uh, <laughs> you did you did you truly did shock. oh what's your biggest party fail there it is party fail what does that mean like what at a part when you've been at a party what's the biggest failure like fail that you've had at a party <laughs> like you okay. like the thing that you're like fuck I did that that happened <laughs> there's okay <laughs> it's hard I love party 
Mm-hmm. I get, I was very tired. I get very tired. And so I, I don't mm-hmm. like when I like, I've, I've fallen asleep at parties before. Yeah. Same. So that's a big party fail. <laughs> um, because, I, oh, I remember once I went with my, with my ex-boyfriend and went to Winnipeg. He's from Winnipeg. He took me to a party. He did MDMA immediately. Did not tell me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I was. I was a little bit, there's like a time difference. And I was just, yeah. you know, it had been a busy day. And he was so pumped and prayed all night. And I just remember falling asleep on the couch. And that was a real bummer. And then we had a really bad fight. <laughs> oh, no. Was it about you falling asleep? <laughs> falling asleep. Yeah. That was, that was what impedes me. I love to party. Yeah. I guess getting, I guess like hooking up with someone who like people are like, don't do that anymore. And I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> like, let me do I'm gonna what do I want to do. Like, oh. you know what I used to say? I used to be like, you know what? It's like, it's like that NSYNC song, you know, like it's tearing up my heart when I'm with him. But when we are apart, I feel in two. And yeah. no matter what I do, I feel the pain. So I might as well get sex. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, I don't need to do that anymore, but I also feel like I've done that before too. Where people and are like, just fail. stop. I big party fail. And I'd have, a, I had a friend once be like, I don't want to hear you talk about this person ever again. Okay. If you go so- see them. Yeah, I had a couple of people do that to me, and and I'll tell you, that's why you get therapy, right? Mm -hmm. Because what happened was I was like, I can't talk about this anymore, and then I realized I didn't like it took so long to get over that person because I felt embarrassed even talking about it. Yeah, and there was there was issues issues to be had. That's a party (laughs) fail. I love it. I love it. Okay, if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? I think I want to go to Italy mm-hmm. and Greece. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Greece. I've been to Italy. And I think I just want to be really rich while doing it though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. You need all the money in the world to go. Yeah. I want to be, I want to, I want to be like Dominic West and Willie mm-hmm. James going to the Spanish steps that I'm pretty sure is not allowed to because it's like a <laughs> tourist destination. And I think it was pre COVID. It wasn't allowed because there was like people were ruining the Spanish steps. Right. Crazy. Well, so yeah, that's what Dominic like, West. You want to be that. I want a millionaire's guide to like, <laughs> yeah, like Greece, Italy, and Paris, like all. I love that. Spain. I love that. That's good. All of it. The Mediterranean. Mediterranean. <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> I want to go all there. Well, you are Italian too, right? Super Italian. Yeah. I don't know I why don't I said right. Italian. I know that. People know it. People know it. What's your favorite <laughs> Italian dish then? That's hard because it really upsets my stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to speak from a, a fully like acting as though my tummy doesn't hurt. Right. I love gnocchi. I love yes. like a good, a good gnocchi with like a cream sauce, like go crazy mm-hmm. or like yep. a very delicious pesto. Mm. yeah God. Italian food is my favorite I worked in an Italian restaurant for like five years like in the kitchen I don't <laughs> want to be this type of Italian person but it is the best food in the world like it is it's it truly is. one of the best <laughs> foods because I think Italian food is comfort it, it feels like comfort food for a lot of people it also mm, oh my god what happened what? okay it i don't know this new computer oh. is listening to me and that's very stressful your gamer computer my gamer computer it, it also it it brings out the natural flavors of the ingredients mm-hmm. as like no disrespect to french food obviously french food is fucking delicious mm-hmm. but that kind of like smothers mm-hmm. and cream and butter kind of like that's the flavor yes. profile where italy it's like we want to 
salt the tomato. So you really mm-hmm. taste the tomato. You really taste like whatever it is that you're eating. Yeah. Mm, I think that's why I like rich. a clean. Yeah. I don't like yeah. too, too creamy, but because right. I have memories of nausea, but mm-hmm. <laughs> what's yeah. your favorite comedy show of all time? Like on TV. Yeah. Interesting. I, I guess the Simpsons. Yeah, fair. That's a good one. Like, if I were to think like something that like influenced me, um, I say like the Larry Sanders show or even like like Thirty Rock. So mm-hmm. funny. Oh, so funny. Yeah. But I still watch The Simpsons at least a couple times a week. That's why mm-hmm. I have Disney Plus. I don't watch anything yeah. else. Yeah. And um, it's just so funny. And mm-hmm. the, when you watch it as an adult, it makes you laugh out loud in a way that you didn't even as a kid. And I know, of course. Yeah, for sure. Those yeah. first like, like, I, I'll say for me, it's season three, four, five and six are like the best. I think for me, honestly, like five, mm-hmm. four until let's say season four until 10. Okay. Yeah. Are killer for me. Yeah. But I will, I've watched into like the teens and then I was watching season 19 and you know what? I'm just going to say it. It's a funny season. It's, it is, it is very funny. funny I even like, I even watched one the other day. That's like a new one. And I was like, I'm still enjoying myself. <laughs> it, it, you know, I don't know. It, 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 it'll never be what it was and it'll just mm-hmm. never be like that. But you know, they did like a parody of the departed and it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, if Rachel Maddow was here right now, what would you say to her? Oh, I think I would say, I would say, um, you're so intelligent. I I wish, I mean, like, no, I wouldn't say anything if this was real life. I'd be like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm so embarrassed that I've said anything (laughs) shitty about you. Um, I don't want another dumb wah situation happening. You're blocked. Um, But if I was like, I don't know. Like if this was like a fantasy, I'd probably be like, you're so intelligent. And, and it's such an important thing. She's like, she's a gay woman Absolutely. who has her own news show. It's like so important. I wish you would be less biased. Like, I wish you yeah. would be a, an actual like journalist, but I right. think that's pretty rude of me to say. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe mean. I feel like sometimes people need honesty, you know, in order to like, be like, oh, I'm on her side and that. I find it annoying. It's the same thing with like a motherfucker, Bill Maher. Like I'm technically mm-hmm. on his side politically, but like he's so fucking annoying. Okay. That's what I would say to her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Last question. The party, the party's over and everybody's going home. How do you want to be remembered at the party? Oh, I guess it's like, just like a positive light that just like flitted in and out. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Like just made everyone feel all warm and like like a good time. And then like, Mm -hmm. peace, I'm going to go have sex with this guy. (laughs) And that is honestly, as someone who has partied with you, that is what you're like. (laughs) That is what I do. You just slid in with your sweet smile, always in your laugh. That's like very infectious. And then, then you usually go, not lately, but in the back time, you'd be like, I'm going. And I'd be like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be like, you get, you do This This won't be a bad thing at all. (laughs) Absolutely not. Forward, oh, a month it. later <laughs> i love it i truly love it this has um, been you that's so sweet and you're the same oh my god Trisha, i love having you around you're so your soul is beautiful <laughs> you have nice a gentle sweetness about you Thank and i'm just you. so happy for all of your success and that we're on the same podcasting network 
I know we are the Sonar yeah. Network. Yeah, yes, I was going to say let's ch- we we I just did your your podcast not too long. Oh yeah, ago. I guess Jurassic that is Park. the one. Yeah, Jurassic Park. That is the one creative thing I have been doing. Yeah, is keeping up the podcasts. Um, yeah, it was it was a great podcast. Jurassic Park was, was great, so and I just remember like it was I think it was July when we did it or August. It was hot. It was. It was. I don't know. It was like yeah, maybe it was July. It was a hot day. It was warm. And I remember yeah. This feeling of like you know when you're so hot, you just you yeah. don't have control of your emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and just like feeling like I miss you so much. <laughs> yeah, and I love did. Jurassic Park. It was very emotional. We hadn't seen each other in a long time. Yeah. My, our favorite movie. <laughs> like it was great. Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park would be. It's hard to say because I wouldn't. If someone asked me like, "What's my favorite movie?" I wouldn't mm-hmm. say Jurassic Park. But you know what? It it's probably like the most feel good movie about dinosaurs eating people to ever exist. Yeah, it does. It's like again, it's that comfort. I don't know. There's something about Jurassic Park that just feels like comfort to me. Yeah, and I tactile, fall asleep to it often. It's tactile. You love yeah. the you love the T Rex. So yeah, I found him very handsome. So I I forgot I had said that. Um, and I had to listen to it so I can like promote the show. Yeah. And Alex had said like, guess who Vita is attracted to in this one? I was like, who did I say? Did I say like Sam Neil? I don't remember saying that. No. And then I listened. It's me being like, the T Rex is very handsome. <laughs> we were like, I, okay. I stand by it though. It wasn't hey, a he is. He's handsome. Like he's if symmetrical. He, yeah. If he had a human, any human. Uh, Per any human qualities he probably would be very handsome i see him like if he if he was cursed like a beauty and the beast situation i see him turning Ooh. into like a beast like human yeah a like a bit. prince charming yeah but with <laughs> tiny arms <laughs> swapping around Swabbing and around. then the raptors are beautiful women um yes yeah absolutely no they're yes, <laughs> angelina jolie's is what the raptors are oh absolutely yeah absolutely they are (laughs) there's no way they're not i know i know i know so funny yeah there's temptresses (laughs) yeah i'm trying to think now who the like the dilophosauruses would be or this the the um which one dilophosaurus yeah (laughs) the one that kills newman yeah they're the steve buscemi's of the world (laughs) they're lovable ah (laughs) But like they're okay looking. Like scary. <laughs> yeah, they're just all right. They're just okay. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. We've we've gone down a hole and I we figured okay it out. I love a lightning round question though. That's very yeah. fun. Yeah, it was very fun. Vita, where can end. people find you on social? Um, yeah, okay. So listen to our podcast because mm-hmm. I should tell people to do that. It's called Shh, I'm watching a movie. It's on the sonar network. Very good, very fun. Thank you. Trisha's been on it. We've had a bunch of people on it. Um with Alex Klink was my co-host. We have an Instagram account at Shh, I'm watching a, and then Shh, I'm watching a movie on Twitter. And then for myself, I am at Alessandra the Vite on Instagram and at Al the Vite on Twitter because you're not allowed to have <laughs> the same many letters. Uh, and then I prefer Instagram. I'm yeah. not very good at Twitter, Me but either. also I, I'm trying to get into Twitter. I'm trying to just like write something every day, but. Uh, they're not funny. They're just me being like, I'm doing this. When I post on Instagram, if it doesn't hit or if like, I think like it's kind of not great, I don't give a shit, but like I overthink Twitter in a way mm-hmm. that is very uncomfortable. Well, because I, I think, think Twitter because Twitter is, 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 is mean, mean. Yeah. People are mean. 
People are mean. Learning. But you know who's not? You. Me and you. You more and than me. We're not mean. I'm meaner than you. <laughs> Maybe. You hide it very well, so. Thank you. Well, thank you for doing this, Vite. Oh my God, this I love so it. so delightful. I had the thank best you. time. We'll me have you too. on again soon. I would love to. Let's just yes. be on my podcast all the time. But let's like hang I out will. and then I'll yeah. come up with a cure for COVID and we'll figure okay. it out. Yeah, we'll okay. do that. I think we can okay. be scientists. Okay, bye. Alessandra Vite, folks. Oh my goodness. Isn't her laugh so infectious? Uh, she's such a delightful human being. I'm so happy she was here. She's a very, very good friend. Uh, and if you want to follow Vite and everything that she is up to, you can look her up on Instagram at Alessandra the Vite or on Twitter at Al the Vite. Uh, you can also uh, listen to Shh, I'm Watching a Movie anywhere you get your podcasts. Available also on the Sonar Network, which we are also available on as well. We love the Sonar Network and all of their podcasts. Check all of them out. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you can look me up at it's underscore Trisha Black. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at One More Round Podcast or on Twitter at The One More Round. Uh, because no two things can ever be the same. That's how social media works. <laughs> we are also on Patreon. If you're like, I am enjoying this podcast and I want to help support uh the pod, as well as the host, Trisha Black, and her creative endeavors, uh, you can sign up on patreon.com slash it's Trisha Black. Uh, the Patreon tiers run from $1 to $15, and you can get some very fun and very cool uh behind-the-scenes content. You get early access to a lot of uh, sketches. And I just tidied it up, so it will be a little bit more clearer now, and I can actually focus on it uh, and not stress too much about it. <laughs> But I want to bring you more content so that uh, things like transcripts can start to happen as well as, uh, you know, things that you need for a podcast, better equipment, better, uh, you know, uh, editing software, and just also to help uh, <laughs> finance the pod itself because I'm doing it all for free. So if you're, if you're feeling like you want to support, you can do that. Also, a huge support is just by leaving a rating or a review. If you're loving the pod, please, please uh, let your friends know. And if you're not, tell your enemies. And for those who have already left lovely reviews, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I thank you all for your support. Uh, and I'm going to take off now and go watch this election and be anxious all evening. And I'm sure a lot of people out there are doing the same. But we are all here together and we will, we will beat anything that we need to as long as we stand up for each other and stay safe and stay healthy and, you know, keep voting so here we go and of course no east coast kitchen party is ever complete without a musical number to send us off and this week is no different this is from the haunting of parish hall written by myself i hope you enjoy stay safe we'll see you next week